Whatever. You know, I'll, so I can sort it out. Yeah, well, lick uh, this bit. Fuck you and lick my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's quite a milestone. My name's Fraser. I'm over in Canada. I'm joined by Jeremy in England. Hello, Hello. Jeremy. Hello. <laughs> you can hear me. Are you there, England? This is Canada calling. Yeah. I, I, just before we, we go into everything, apologise to the listeners for the kind of disjointedness of the last episode. We kept losing connection. That's the wonder of the internet. I've now got a cable stuck in my machine, which will hopefully rectify the situation. So you're taking responsibility then? I am. I'm going to take it off you because you can take responsibility <laughs> for it last time. Because you made a PC, like the nerd herder that you are, whereas I got mine from a company called, what are they called? Acer? Hey, Acer? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's called the EEC. Yeah. Well, yeah, there were a few problems. It was really a deal breaker, that one, wasn't it? Because we nearly lost your BMW rant. We thought we did. I know. I, you know, I listened to that and I, and I kind of thought, oh, man. It gets really nasty, isn't it? I, 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 I hope there's no one from a psychological profession listening to that. But having said that, I just wanted to add in about the BMW rap. <laughs> I had this wonderful thing from this critic, and he called them inadequate, inadequates. And I kind of thought that inadequates could be the new thing of what BMW drivers are, the inadequates. Because you're obviously having to compensate for an awful lot, aren't you, out there? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good rant. I uh, went back and listened to it. Uh... It just kept coming back and back, didn't it? It was like a wave. It was like sitting on a beach and just seeing evil, <laughs> blood-soaked water soaking up onto the beach on huge, crashing waves. And then another big wave. And then you came into it. And then another big wave. And, yeah, it was full-on, wasn't it? Yeah, did you feel uh, like you'd been cleansed afterwards? <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I tell you what, that, that, that whole experience, to me, like colonic irrigation it's basically t- putting a big funnel up my ass and just allowing everything just to splurt out that's what it's yeah. like yeah no I that's fair enough <laughs> well maybe you know this is it it's good therapy so yeah um okay so we're going to tread over we've got a couple of things to talk about we're going to talk about some films um you said you went to see dark knight and i think you said you saw avengers so we might touch on that briefly as well uh, there's the story of the two Czechoslovakian developers who have been imprisoned by the Greek authorities. Um, we're going to cover that story. And then we're going to talk about some Christmas stuff and the joys of the retail industry at Christmas time. And then some any other business uh, and whatnot. So does that sound all right? Have I missed anything? No, sounds good. It's going to go right to the hour, I reckon. Okay, so we don't normally start with movies, but so we'll start with movies and see how we get on this time. So uh, we've we've covered Dark Knight before. If we go back, I know I've re-listened to mine, where I, <laughs> I had my opinions on Dark Knight and gave it four out of ten as I talked about um, Christian Christopher Nolan being the Dark Knight. I got it all wrong, didn't I? But it doesn't matter. That just summed it up. So anyway, I'll let you. So you saw the Dark Knight. I, I, I did. I saw it. Um, I saw it on Friday, and I, I literally fell asleep after into the sort of the third hour. Um, and I, and I, I don't. I don't get any of it really. I didn't get why Bale's voice was going like this. It was a kind of a Churchill mixed with a little bit of I don't know either a fat posh man or so. And, and I just thought I thought that you were somewhere out in the Middle East and came out of a fucking hole. Anyway. So I don't know why he suddenly got this stupid voice. Um, I, I'm a, a big Batman fan, and uh, from the from the graphic novels and, and, and the comics and stuff. And to kind of see Bane, who basically the whole history of him kind of coming out of the hole is is is, is based in some sort of like comic truth. 
but he uses chemicals to just, like really bulk himself up into an absolute monster. And to see him sort of fight uh, Christian Bale, who I just was so badly took cast as, as Dark Knight, honestly, um, I, that, that, that just serious me. Well, I'm going to get to that bit in a minute. But let, let, let's go with, 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 with Bane first. You're absolutely right, mate. It was the Bane show. I actually wanted to take it to the... Um, to look at into the legalities of selling something as the Dark Knight when literally the Dark Knight wasn't even in it. Where was he? He was not in it at all. I want to talk about Catwoman. I want to talk about <laughs> why, why that pathetic... You had Michelle Pfeiffer, okay. That t- what we had, we've got two extremes here. We had Tim Burton's vision, which was, went a little bit comical and the sets all looked like sets, and it didn't have any basis in any reality. And it kind of ruined it. And then you went to sort of um, uh, the strange director who did the fourth one, where basically George Clooney looks embarrassed the whole way through it, where it all goes a bit day-glow, and that was terrible. But then you've now got comical sorts of men and women dressed up in costumes, and you're trying to make it really, and you're trying to humanise it. And this is where he's gone wrong. He's tried to humanise it. He's tried to take something that's supposed to be comical, not comical, but fun and adventurous, and turned it into some sort of episode of EastEnders or some sort of, I don't know, uh, theatrical um, extravaganza. And it doesn't work at all. I got irritated by the fact that the whole of Gotham City just suddenly gets taken over because someone goes on to the stock exchange, makes a little bit of money, and then suddenly has managed to like beat up and take over and duff up all the police. An, an enormous city, as though like a couple of men, henchmen, could suddenly take over a whole fucking city. I got really irritated when, uh, when he just kept talking. Oh, yes, well, well, and I just get, I was like, I tell you what, it was almost like a bit of Sean Connery thing, and it was seamless to buy, so it's sort of like that, and like that, fucking weird, um, and he had this, and, and the other stupid thing is, is he had a wheel clamp on his face the whole time, there was no, like, looking under the wheel clamp, it was just sort of stuck on there, this ridiculous kind of Darth Vader, part of Darth Vader's mouth, stuck on his chops, I didn't, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, and see ne- now, I just I'm a massive Tom Hardy fan. Like, I really like some of the stuff. And if anybody has seen, have you seen Bronson? That he I did? have. He's got a small cock in that man. He has, but he's amazing in it. He's just, he's just, it's an excellent film, and it yeah. really, really showcases how talented he is. And then, I don't really see what he does in The Dark Knight. I mean, he could have had anyone in that role, you know. Well, you wanted someone who's about six foot seven and enormously pumped up because you can't keep humanising these graphic novel characters because you're taking away what makes them their, their, their edge. Like when you had the Joker and you have him as an evil psychopathic clown, I'm sorry, but real Batman fans would not have liked the Heath Ledger role because he was not anywhere near evil enough. They humanised the whole character and you can't to someone who is fucking psychotic. You know, you can't. Jack Nicholson played him as a sort of a ridiculous, stupid clown and fucked up the role. The best vision of of, um, the Joker, just to to sideline, was Alan Moore's vision in The Killing Joke. Everybody who's read The Killing Joke would have loved that vision of this ex sort of like comedian who fails miserably, he falls into this chemical plant, he gets like bleached, he goes totally and utterly insane, and and there's a real edge to him. And Chris Nolan has got a little bit of sandpaper and he's smoothed off all the edges of all these characters and made them shit. So if you ever listen to this, Chris Nolan, you ruined that whole franchise again. In fact, I want someone else to come in, someone with some edge and some nuts, not try and make. Shakespeare's, you know, or, or Cleopatra or something or other. I want to see something with some edge to it, but not the extreme. And the other thing is, never, ever, ever put some people in costumes and show them in the daylight because that doesn't fucking work. When you showed Batman and Catwoman in the daylight when they're having a little natter, it looked as though they'd gone to some fancy dress party. I was just sitting there cringing. My my, my toes were locking into my shoes. And I was thinking, where, where are we going with this? Don't don't be showing them in the daylight. You've got to give them the edge. They work in the darkness. She's a thief. He's the dark when... knight. <laughs> I don't know. The night. Yeah. When does it ever? You know what? It's a, is it typical that he just 
he's gone too far. You know, if he'd stopped it too, everyone would have gone excellent. Well, in fact, I don't know. As far as I can work out, maybe you and I are the only ones on the planet who still don't like this film because everybody else still says it's brilliant. Because they could have seen anything else, mate. The, the bit where he, he... Bane, in the real comics, he breaks Batman's back. Okay, He breaks his back. As like, you love that. Like, wanted, I know you like a broken back. Well, the purpose is, is that he wants to break Batman. His whole sort of purpose is to break this, this, this guy. You know, He sort of spends his life like loathing him. Now, in the film... He sort of breaks his back, and then he, we have this ridiculous kind of cod surgery where they strap him up in some ropes. They stick a vertebrae back into his back, and then he's doing the next scene. He's doing sit-ups. It's like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> he's broken, he should have broken his back. He should have been hobbling around in a wheelchair or he'd had spinal or whatever. And I, well, I, he's pretty good because I hurt my back the other day. I couldn't even get out of bed. No. <laughs> and he was being fed crisps. I had to ask my wife. I'm looking for sympathy from my wife. I wouldn't have made a good Batman. Women have a, have a, have a, for children, they have this open arms kind of run to you, you know, whatever happens to the child. It's like the thing when you have your, your, your man flu or, you know, you've stubbed your toe or whatever. It's just dismissal, isn't it? You just get yeah. totally dismissed out of it. Like, well, get on with it. So well, hold on yeah. a minute. I've stubbed my toe here. Hold on. <laughs> Well, I bet. of course, you're you're in the death row. You're in the in the harsh realization of being down the pecking order. Now you've had a child. It's this woman whom you married, who thinks you're the best thing since sliced bread, <laughs> now looks upon you as some something she found on her shoe. And just where's the money? Where's the food for me and my child? Exactly. <laughs> that, that's how it is. The dynamic changes. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, earning. Whereas before, have, you used to encourage me to skype and sort of say, you know, look, don't worry, don't. It's like, no, go on, you have to go out there. You know, you have to go out there now. It's like this sort of, I don't know, you are, you just become the provider, that's it. Yeah, no, we have friends of our families who all refer to the males in the families once they've had kids as Tail and Charlie, who are that gunner at the back of the uh, fighter bombers or whatever. Tail and Charlie, who's, gonna <laughs> who's doing his job, but he's not really in a good position because he's the first one to go. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why we die earlier. Honestly, because we have the whole four months we're having to go out and work, we come back in, you're handed a screaming child, you know, it's like a, a, a really evil Groundhog Day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the other thing about this film is, where was the editor? Where was the editor on this film? You have these ridiculous sort of long extended sequences that, that are absolutely ridiculously bloated, and the thing is going on for so long. Oh, it was so long. Oh, it was, mate. Honestly, it was like a marathon. It was like sitting watching back-to-back sort of episodes. I don't know. Of, 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 of um, What's that film where he's out in, in, in the Sahara Desert? Um, have you ever seen it? Um, I don't know. Sahara? Sahara, you know, where the, the, the guys... You know the film, the classic film, Peter O'Toole. Oh, I don't know. Ben-Hur? No, he don't... <laughs> I can't believe that you're reviewing films and you haven't heard of one of the most famous... Of the... the, 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 the well, you don't know what its name is. I, and you're the I one who's talking about it. I'm getting older. Do you know what? I get it. This is, we ranted about this before. I just cannot remember. Shit. Cleopatra. It's no, it's not Cleopatra. <laughs> it's something of the, of the, the such and such. Every, all the listeners are going, oh, for God's sake, Jeremy. It's... it's Pietro Torni has blonde hair. He's out there. He's, a, he's a, an officer based on a real-life character. I have no idea what you're talking about. You, you just are, mate. All right, okay, so it's based off... Well, sorry, where, I'm lost. Where are we? It's based off that? You know, it's like watching that. I have to remember this. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hold on, listeners. I know you're shouting. At, if if only you had a device that could find that information for you. If I, only I could. Hold on, just just pause while I, I find this. All right, just put it on a pause. Charlton of the the such and such. Um, <laughs> Charlton of the Hestons. Charlton of the Hestons. No, you you know the film. He's a, a officer. It's done in the 1950s. It's Peter Zulu. No, in the Sahara Desert. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yes. Oh God. Thank Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia is one of those films that everyone always says, you've got to see it. It's, it's, like a, it's a seminal film. It's such, such, and it's fucking boring, right? <laughs> <laughs> really, honestly. That's your three-word review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this is exactly the same thing 
with the Dark Knight films. Oh, I just thought the Dark Knight was so boring, honestly. I've never felt so bored. Please end. Finish me off. I also didn't get, you know, that he has all of these uh, weapons. I'm just going to have to break this film apart. Let's go back to the scene where they're breaking out of a stock exchange, okay? And they put up these ramps to stop the guys from sort of getting out. And they just happen to be the kind of ramps that you can zoom up a motorbike and jump over. Did they not think that possibly people might come on motorbikes? And what is the thing if they were stealing money from the stock exchange? I didn't get that. How did they just electronically just go in there with like a machine, download money, and then go out? I didn't get how you download money. No, I don't know. How does that work? I, I, you know what? I don't know. It was a few. It was a little while ago since I saw it, and it was just. Um, well, I, 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 I also have to say that, that with Catwoman, there's just certain women in society who are not sexy, and really, uh, Selena Kyle in in um, Frank Miller's vision is actually a black woman, and it brings and she's a, a I think she's an ex prostitute, and it brings a real edge to the sort of like character because she's hard and gritty because she's had to be. Then you just have this woman that's supposed to be this cat thief, which is what obviously Selena Carl turns into, who has absolutely no sexual sort of like, uh, I want to be a word, charisma about. There's nothing about that woman in anything she's ever done. She just looks like the plain Jane that used to be at the school disco, stood there and all the blokes basically ignoring her so they could go and finger voluptuous Vicky, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it like, there's, there's nothing. It's just no, there's just, no, 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 and I agree with you uh, completely there. She didn't do anything for me. Not that I was a massive fan of Michelle Pfeiffer either. No, but, but at least my, Michelle Pfeiffer, even with her little, you know, little legs underneath that tight top, <laughs> tried to bring some sexiness, you know, to, to the character. At least she had a decent butt. You know, there was nothing about the other woman that I just thought. I just thought you're supposed to be this sexy, dark, mysterious character and you just come across as with no edge. And again, this is where Chris Nolan has gone round with his little bit of sandpaper and taken all the edge off. It was literally like taking a wonderful piece of art with all its jagged edges and its nasty little darkness and all the rest of it and painting it white and filing off all the nasty edges and making it child-friendly. It was crap. And I give it, and this has been generous... <laughs> Three out of ten. It was that poor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. See, yeah. Now when I see, I gave it four out of ten, didn't I? No, Batman. The same Batman with my mask on my face. Ask Batman. Fucking crap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my review wasn't that far off then. No, and and, uh, mate, there's a wonderful comedy bit. I just got to add this as well. There's a wonderful comedy bit where they're both doing their voices. So you've got. Christian Bale, and we talked about it earlier, where he's got all of this billion-pound thing, and he still comes across as a bloke with just a mask on. And everybody must be a cretin in the whole of the USA in their police force, so they haven't actually cottoned on to the fact that it is actually the billionaire Bruce Wayne. I could put it on that voice. And then you've got Bale on the other side. Oh, wow. And it was going, like, the whole sort of like thing of where they're doing these stupid little voices it's almost like you just wanted to have two little puppets going oh hello Elmo oh man honestly it actually makes me really really appreciate uh, Michael Keaton as Batman yes because Michael Keaton the thing is Michael Keaton as Batman was a bit odd but as Bruce Wayne, he was brilliant. He was just genius. He just had this sort of smirking smile as if he knew it was a big joke. I don't know. I just really liked it. Christian Bale. There's nothing about Christian Bale I really like. No. Christian Bale is just this dour, grumpy turd. If you've ever seen him when he's on... Um, uh, there's a YouTube thing. He basically berates a, a lighting man for getting in on uh, I know. And he's I know what you mean. an American accent while he's r- ranting at him. As though somehow he, he has to keep in character, you ponce. All you do, actors, right? You're not the genius writer who creates the vision. You're not the genius director or producer that sets everything up. You're just some fucker that just stands there saying some lines. That's just an emotional stances. You'll say something very You know, that's all you do, is you just change various different scenes. You do not do anything else apart from that. 
right? So stop pretending that you somehow changed the world like Tom Cruise believes that he changes the world by acting. I think that Matt Stone and Trey Parker absolutely like, brought it together in, in, in America, you know, the, the police thing. Team America. Team America. Where he's going, you just have to go in there and act harder. Act harder, he's got to go in there and be like a super actor and change everything. It's just, you just say your lines, that's all you do. You don't say your lines and get out. Get it! (laughs) You know, that's all you bring to it, having all these award ceremonies for your fucking poncing about. So anyway, yeah, when he's there, he's going, I'm Batman. I, I, I just thought, no, actually... When you had Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton played such a sort of comedy, sort of charismatic guy. There's no way you'd probably think that he was Batman, because as soon as he turned into Batman, he was like this sort of, he was a completely different thing. And that was Tim Burton's genius, where he sort of, you, you, you had somebody that you wouldn't believe could possibly be this scrapping, fighting like lunatic, because they were completely different people. But unfortunately, Christian Bale plays the character so dark and grumpy and boring that I would just think, oh, you must be Batman. No, I'm not. No, you are Batman. You've got it. You've got you've got Bruce Wayne's chin. I can see that underneath that stupid mask and that dark eyeliner. Or somehow that's going to prevent anybody knowing who you are. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Ah. Okay. And the other thing is, oh, hang on. We're going. We're back on the beach again. The waves are coming back in. Okay. What about Avengers? Then you said you saw that. You didn't like that. Did you like that? Oh no, I did not like that. Okay, well, let's try a potted review of the Avengers. Okay. Take five of the sort of best or four or five of the best sort of nine-name characters from the Marvel Universe and stick them all on screen. doesn't work. You know, in a comic environment, it does work because you have a means. It's, it's a little bit like when they take Alan Moore's best work, like The Watchmen, like From Hell, um, like V for Vendetta and all of that sort of stuff. And what you try to then do is you try to put on the big screen. And now Alan Moore knew that you can't translate stuff like that because what you have with co- the, the graphic novels and comics and stuff like that is you have your own universe in your head and on the paper and you can make images seem, you know, and, and your brain adds to them. When you try to put loads of costumed actors onto this stage, then you get Kenneth Branagh trying to make some sort of Shakespearean piece out of it. It just doesn't work. I, I, do you know what the other th- the other thing is? Is that there's so much going on in these films, so much CGI. It's a little bit like the Transformers, where the first Transformers was charming. There was so much CGI on this, where all these guys come together to kind of like defeat Loki or Loki or whatever, however you want to pronounce it. That it just becomes a big mess. I like to take sort of small things, yeah, that you can sort of think. If you think of things simplistically, five. Big sort of like action heroes. You've got the Hulk, you've got Thor, you've got um, the Captain Robin. America, Captain Am- Iron Man. Iron Man. I don't even. I've watched this film twice now, and I still can't tell. Oh, is it Black Widow? Black Widow. Ugh. Uh, wasn't she? I'm sorry. I don't get her. I don't get Scarlett Johansson's sexiness. I kind of get that she's got this kind of like dumb, sultry sort of like thing, but I don't get her. I don't get her why she's on everything. Uh, no, you see, I like her. I see, I like her. I think uh, you know she would have made a good Catwoman. Yes, actually, they were miscast. They should have swapped them around. No, they shouldn't have swapped them around. They should have just put put Scarlett Johansson in as Catwoman. A little bit more buxom. Yeah. A little bit more of a face that show you know something a little bit with more personality. She would have been much better. And then get rid of Black Widow out of Avengers because I still even to the, I've watched it twice now. We watched it again the other day, and I can't figure out what the point is. I don't. I mean, she's flying or she's trying to. She's a human, and she's trying to take on people that are superhuman. Like the Hulk would just look at her, clunk him her on the head with his dick, and she'd be dead. <laughs> be it. You know. Well, I liked it. Okay. You, you liked it. I enjoyed it. I, yeah, we watched um, it. Well, first of all, when I went to go see it, like with The Dark Knight, I went to see it with my wife. So probably the problem was there is we were two adults with brains. When I took it, took, when I went to see The Avengers, I took my six-year-old son. Or, you know, so it was perfect for him. He loved it. He absolutely loved the Hulk smashing things. And uh, it was great. And, you know, if you see a kid who just absolutely enjoys it, well, that made me happy. That was fine. But then I watched it again with my wife, and it wasn't so bad. You know, it was, I thought it was, in terms of some superhero films, it, I thought it did what it did all right. 
you know, I could probably pick it apart a little bit, but I genuinely enjoyed it. It's so disjointed, though, mate. It's so disjointed. You've got the enormous ego of, of Iron Man on there, which, to be honest, went from the charming kind of like um, first one of, of, of Iron Man, and Iron Man 2 was just, let's just throw lots more fighting in it, so that's going to make up for a lack of script. And that's all you had in the Avengers Ensemble, you just literally had... Lots of enormous big fighting, no real character development. None of the people were, none of the characters, apart from, apart from the Hulk. Now, the guy that played the Hulk, I thought was... Mark Ruffalo. I thought he brought a real sensitivity to the Hulk's actual, when he's David Banner character. I thought that was great. And and when he went into the Hulk, he was great. So I'm going to put the Hulk aside, because the Hulk's just (laughs) genius. I've always loved the Hulk. The Hulk's just a great character, isn't it? I mean, out of any superhero, I think, honestly, you'd want to be the Hulk. Probably that, 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 that actually, what superhero would you be? Some people might say Superman, and then you just get basically... Just a bit well, strange. I haven't got time to be a superhero. I'm still trying to pretend to be a weasel from the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> which I was thi- super weasel in it, and you come which, on. Which I was, thinking, I was thinking about you the other day, as I sort of was trying to feed my... find something to eat for dinner, and the only thing... I was so lazy, the only thing I could find, I just ate, like, about four or five boiled eggs on the, in a row. <laughs> And I thought, I've turned into this care. I'm playing the the animal like we talked about as I'm sitting there stealing eggs out of the kitchen. <laughs> the egg stealer. Oh, mate. Couldn't you have at least tried to make an omelette? No, I couldn't even be bothered. I didn't have any bread or anything like that, so... You don't need bread in an omelette. You just basically, it's the genius thing. You find any sort of, like, mushrooms or stuff that's in there. Oh, now we're talking about cooking. I couldn't be bothered. I just wanted to plop eggs in water and just eat boiled eggs. I was being very lazy. You are a weasel. I, so. I, I, I honestly just thought it was a complete and utter mess. It was like getting loads of strands of spaghetti and straightening them out and then literally boiling them in water, mucking them all out, slapping it on a plate, and that's your film. It was a total mess. Do not add okay. that many superheroes on the screen at any one time because it goes into the Transformers thing and you've got these enormous big CGI fighting crap and it's just dull you know 20 minutes of Iron Man starting a jet engine do you know what <laughs> the Iron Man character has gone from I kind of liked his smarmy sort of thing and I thought that Robert Downey Jr. was good in that character but I just think over the last sort of twice that I've seen him in the Iron Man 2 and this Avengers thing there was too much smarm in the Avengers. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there was too much smarm in the Avengers. I was a little bit sick of Robert Downey Jr. by this point. Yeah. I agree with that. I quite like the guy, Captain America. I thought that was pretty... I think he's pretty good. I like the way that he sort of... I like the way that they gave him that leadership role. Um, you know, he's he plays a real proper good guy upstanding, a little bit, maybe a little bit naive, but that's the charm of him. Um, I don't know. I, I sort of Generally, I like the film. Yeah, I can see the faults in it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. What did, I, did I review it and give it? I don't know if I even reviewed it and gave it a score. I'd give it 7 out of 10. Oh, you know, that's generous. It's a little bit <clears> generous, but... I think the, the, the problem with these films is they're trying to appeal to adults and to kids, and they're not, you know... And the people that grew up liking all these characters and all the rest are now adults and they're not going to buy it. You know, I think that one of the great things probably about all the X-Men films is that they could be enjoyable for kids and for adults because they didn't try to... They brought an adult angle to it, but they also had the kind of like action and all the rest of it that was that was good. I just really felt that... And a little bit like The Amazing Spider-Man because I, I've got this thing on uh, Netflix where you can sort of work, watch the first... 10 minutes or, or not Netflix sorry on on this film other film thing that I've got what is it um, love film or whatever or whatever it is no PlayStation 3 actually PlayStation 3 they give you a little like 10 minute taster and they had literally taken the whole original scene from the original Spider-Man stuff um, with Tobey Maguire in it and, and just created it with a different actor you know the bit on the bridge that's the opening bit where he grabs yeah the well that's what we talked about that. <laughs> it's just toilet that was. Oh, that was utter toilet. Yeah, and that was just first so, okay. ten minutes. Anyway, yeah. Uh, all right, give us a score for Avengers then. Four. Oh, you're harsh this week, brutal. Hey, three I and four. No, bad filmmaking. Okay. 
All right. Um, okay, so shall we uh, trot on to the next next topic? Yes. Okay, so I wanted to talk about it. In the news, we had uh, a while back, and um, okay, a while back there were a couple of uh, game developers who were holidaying in Greece on an island in Greece, and the authorities picked them up, caught them photographing a military base, and have arrested them for espionage. And they've gone to prison. They've gone into prison, uh, pending trial. And they could face up to 20 years in prison. And everyone is up in arms um, saying that these guys, you know, uh, are innocent. They're just game developers who were on holiday. And uh, everyone around is saying how terrible it is. Now, did you, you read the story? I sent you the links. And, yeah, I read uh, both of them, yeah. Um, my take on it and why I wanted to talk about this was what has annoyed me is not the, you know, not the fact that these game developers have you know been arrested by the greek authorities and put into prison for spying which everyone is saying is ludicrous you know they're just a couple of average guys you know in their 20s or whatever what annoys me more than anything else about this is how i'm suddenly being bombarded by everyone telling me that i need to write to the greek authorities to plead for their release or to tell the greek authorities that it's unfair you know that these guys were done for spying because they you know, it's ridiculous. But my point is, is it ridiculous? I don't... Don't pe- You know, people do spy. Why should I suddenly be told by websites and whatnot that I have to write to the Greek authorities to say that it's ridiculous and these guys need to be set free because they're not spies? How do I know they're not spies? How do you know they're not spies? Like, I hope that they're not spies, and I hope it's a misunderstanding, and I hope that they get released, you know. But how do we know that it's a misunderstanding? Um, you know, these two guys, first of all, they, they, they go on holiday to this Greek island, which is in one of the games that they're working on, but they categorically were on holiday. Secondly, their publisher has said there's no way that they were there for work. So they're not there for work, yet this island is in the game, and yet they're there taking pictures of a military installation, which apparently, from what I've heard, they tell you everywhere, do not take pictures of military installations. Second of all, why are these guys on holiday together? Why, are these, why is one of them married with kids? Why is he not on holiday with his wife? Oh, well, his wife um, is pregnant, and she has complications, so she couldn't fly, so he went with the other guy he worked with. Okay, well, what complications does she have? Well, we can't, you know, she's not going to disclose that, it's private. Um, you know what, your husband's in prison. Maybe you might want to disclose that. It might be a little bit important for you to come out with that information right now. Uh, it's just the whole thing just stinks to me. Um, you know, and anyone who doesn't think that spying does go on is naive. You know, and so what I'm saying is there's a possibility. But don't send me links. Don't tell me that I need to... Uh, to uh, uh, phone my uh, the Greek ministry and tell them that they have to be released. How do I know that? How do I know that they aren't spies? It happens. The Czechoslovakian, Czechoslovakian spy agencies have a history of recruiting from the universities. We had a British MP in the 80s who had suddenly revealed that in the 60s he was being paid by the Czech authorities to spy. They found, you know, he was being paid. These guys pay people money to go spy. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, who's not saying <clears throat> that these guys were given a little bit of a side amount of money. Uh, it could have been. Uh, this is all hypothetical, by the way. It's all hypothetical. Yeah, by the way. This is all hypothetical. This is just our little person of not knowing the full facts. But, firstly, Greece. In the worst economic situation out of all of the countries in Europe, and they're going to be pissed. They're going to be angry, grumpy, especially their soldiers. who have probably been told they're never going to get a pension and all the rest of it. Secondly, in Greece, there is a, an enormous, enormous hatred of Turkey. It's just a fact. It's like between Israel and Palestine. And literally, they hate Turks. And I've been in holiday in Greece, which I love, by the way, and seen jet fighters kind of like from both sides, literally playing cat and mouse with each other. They do not like each other. So there's a real sensitivity around that. Thirdly, I mean, come on, guys. You're going on holiday and you're taking pictures of, 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 of bases. 
military bases. If you were to go to Area 51 and you started to try and get into there and take a picture, you would be banged up straight away. There would be no argument. You do not go near those places. It's like in the UK. If you were taking pictures of UK military installations, you're going to be expected to something to fucking happen. So don't try and like use the excuse. And I think this could possibly, possibly might be, or just my hypothetical kind of like thing, that like you say, they could have been paid off by certain like spying authorities under the the banner that they're actually doing it for a computer game. That could be their excuse if they were caught. It well, this was one of my points. Man. You know, sorry to interrupt you. This is, you know, this is the thing. One of the guys, okay, one of them, I don't think he's a, um, a, you know, lead developer or whatever. The other guy was map, a map maker. You know, he makes maps and whatever like that. Are you kidding? That is, that you know, a map maker or whatever. That is a, a spy agency's wet dream. Yeah. We can send you under the premise that you work for the video game, uh, video, you know, it's just there for video games, you know, but the thing is, under the premise that you're there for video games, his company has said, no, they aren't there for work. They completely just straight away went, uh, no, they're not there, they weren't there working for us. Yeah, we hope they get released and whatever, and everyone does this, what mate? they can. How about that games company was set up by a spying agency to actually go out and do this under the premise that, you know, that it was like when they used a church. They used one of, I think it was Manchester Cathedral or something or other in, in the UK and, and, and used the actual church for the footage of the film. And they've done that. So they do use real life locations for this kind of like stuff. But yeah, the whole thing around this, I read this and I was, I'm interested actually, I thought you were going to take the angle of like, Jez, you need to like write and try and get these guys free. And I just thought, fuck them, they should not have been taking pictures of a military base. You just don't do that. It's a very sensitive, highly charged area at the moment in all parts. We've had the Russians taking out various different people in, in, in various different like, situations where they felt that their, their, I suppose their network could be possibly you know, be um, compromised or whatever. We've had our own UK people. We've had US sort of like spies kicked out of various different countries. It's just a very, it's still going on. It's massive. Of course it's going on. It's always been going on and it always yeah. will, it always will go on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and my point is you're naive to think that it isn't going on. You don't know the facts. And so why are you telling me, you know, this is one of the gaming podcasts that I listen to. You know, they're all there saying, yeah, it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible, and, and saying, you need to write and, and do something about it. Says who? I don't have any facts. I don't have any facts, and in fact, is it Emperor's New Clothes? Am I one of the few people who sit there going, mm, you know what? It looks a little bit dodgy. I think it does. Yeah. It, it, it could. It, you know, I think it looks a little bit dodgy, and it could be dodgy. And anyone who doesn't think spying goes on is absolutely naive. And the Czechs love it. They love their spying. I was doing research. I was reading stuff on the internet. It's great, the internet. Love it. And uh, yeah, tool. man. What? A wonderful tool. Great. They, yeah, but they love it. You go all the way back, even to the sort of 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, you know, there was a big scandal where they locked up an American reporter in the 50s, you know, and, uh, you know bribing this MP in the 60s and recruiting from the universities, you know, in the 90s. This has all been going on. It still all goes on. But I'm annoyed. Do not come to me and tell me that I need to write a letter, you know. Well, I don't have the facts. I'll write a letter and, t and tell them to like sort it out. You get on Facebook, you know, when you have these kind of like very loaded things where you have the little girl and obviously very sad with cancer and it says something like, this girl has cancer. Um... Like if you such and such, if you support, um, don't say anything if you don't care. And I just think, what the fuck does that mean? Why don't you actually do something useful and go for a run and get people to basically give you some money and give that to cancer research rather than spamming this shit of this poor little girl and using her image that if you don't like it, what's that going to do? That is zeros and ones out there in the technical environment which do absolutely nothing to aid her situation whatsoever. It's basically you sending out something and wanting people to forget, to, to like it. It does fuck all. And send you saying to the Greek authorities, who, as I've said earlier, are really pissed off to say, excuse me, I'm a person who likes playing computer games, and I don't believe that he should be locked up, and I don't believe his mate should be locked up. You shouldn't have been taking pictures of a secure area 
and you fucking deserve it, you stupid fucking nerds. If you aren't yeah. nerds, then what on earth are you doing <coughs> buying in an area, that area in that place anyway? Well, this is it. <coughs> it's this sort of, <coughs> this games industry sort of, we're gamers, they're gamers, so solidarity, brothers. Let's all stand behind each other. We've got to get these guys free. It's like, you know what? No! You know, I'm absolutely committed to the truth and that someone finding out the truth, and if they're innocent, yes, let them free because, you know, I'm sure it's devastating. And in fact, if they're not innocent, I'm sure it's devastating because you don't want to be in prison. I don't want to be in prison. I would love to make some extra cash from spying, honestly. <laughs> but please don't, honestly, don't give me the opportunity. Donations by PayPal to F. Morset. I would love some extra cash for spying, but... I really couldn't ever do it because I cannot even imagine spying. And you know what? It's like those, um, uh, um, uh, who is it, those pop pop singers in Russia. Did you hear the story about the pop oh, singers yeah. in Russia who stormed oh, yeah. into the church or whatever and basically did something completely offensive and then got arrested, you know, get, then they get arrested and, you know, two of them get sent off into the, you know, into Siberia, a prison in Siberia. And the whole of the world is up in arms going, this is disgraceful, this is disgraceful. That's Russia. You don't do that in Russia. No, you don't. That'd be insane. The whole thing of them pretending, I mean, we don't have any democracy in our country, so whenever we're sort of in America, you don't have any democracy. When you go on about saving your flag and everything else, you don't actually have democracy in your country. And we don't have it in ours. Decisions are made well out of our kind of like jurisdiction and made for us on our behalf. And in Russia, I'm sorry, but they're still pretty much Soviet. Right, they have their hierarchy of people who are very wealthy, who basically sold shares in all of your natural resources and gave themselves the money because that's what they've pretty much done. Um, they they, they oh, don't give a shit, and they will bang you up. And in Greece, where you're going into those areas, and you, you know if you did that in Turkey, if you did that in Iran or whatever, you would expect if you were taking pictures of Ministry Base to be locked up, and it's your own fucking stupidity. So yeah, uh, well, it's, so it's, let's move it's, on. Yeah, it's again, it's the same sort of thing where these people, other people who are going to uh, Arab countries, they're getting caught with an ounce of weed and then they're going to prison for 20 years. And everyone's going, it's absolutely disgraceful, it's absolutely disgraceful. You know what? Of course it's disgraceful getting locked up for weed. But you know what? That's what they do there. That yeah. is what they do in those countries. And you know, and you definitely know that. Before, If you're a pot smoker and you're going out to an, a, 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 an Arab country... Um, you know that you are not going to be smoking pot out there, right? Yeah. Because you just don't. It's like in Thailand or any of those countries where you think, oh, I'll just go and take some pills or I'll do such and such. Have some common sense, all right? I know in our country you can basically wander around with a needle stuck in your eyeball and cocaine <laughs> flying out of your ass, and you can basically be peak Doherty, basically keep taking as much smack as you like and still be fucking released. In fact, peak Doherty to me is someone who I would encourage more heroin into the country, big fucking overdose bag size of heroin, because he is a fucking pointless sack of piss. Um, but in these countries, you have to abide by the fucking law. Well, don't go there. Your naivety... It's, it's so staggering that, as you said, there has to be perhaps the question of spying brought into that. There has to be the question. And let's face it, actors in the 40s and 50s were actually used because no one would believe that they could possibly be spies, but they were used as being spies for that purpose. It's like why you give the drugs to the granny to take through customs because no one thinks they're going to fucking search her. It's the people that you don't expect. The people didn't expect two programmers. You probably say, yeah, actually, we're doing it for a computer game. I'm sorry, we didn't realise. No, it's too late. It's too late. Should yeah, and like I am in no way, absolutely there's no way I'm saying that they're guilty. I'm I have not. no... But, we don't but my know. Point it's all hypothetical. Yeah, we don't know, but don't tell me that I need to send letters saying they have to be released. Do they have to be released? I don't know. They have to have a fair trial and they have to be treated, you know, they have to be completely uh, shown as being guilty before you commit them to 20 years prison. That I agree with. But I'm not going to write a letter to say, any, to say they should be released. I don't know. Should they? Is it bad? I don't know. No, I'm so, going anyway, to write letters when someone annoys me when I've been sold something duff anyway. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, so that was that rant that I just wanted to go. That was just pretty, you no, know, fair point. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about buying stuff, Duff. Should we move on to Christmas? Yeah. I think this one might have a few legs. I think it's got more legs than a tarantula. Well, it's Christmas time, and, uh, you know, I got my Christmas decorations up on the house. It was just bizarre. I was driving around the other day, and I saw Christmas lights up on the houses. <clears throat> 
And, uh, you know, it's a round that everybody has, so it's nothing new. We're not really covering any new ground, but Christmas starting early. But I was driving around, and I saw the Christmas lights, and I started to have a panic attack. Because as a dad, it's my job now to make sure that the Christmas lights are up on the house. I have to do that. It's my responsibility, and it's a job that I can't fail. I've got to get those Christmas lights up. And I started to have a panic attack as I was driving one of my kids to, her, to uh, the sitters or wherever she was staying. I saw these Christmas lights, and I was like, oh, man, I've got to get my Christmas lights up. I've got to get them up this weekend. Otherwise, I'm going to be dead because it's getting on a bit. And then I suddenly stopped. It's like, it's November 29th. It isn't even December yet, and I'm having panic attacks about not getting my Christmas lights up. So anyway, I got my Christmas lights up. But what really annoyed me about the Christmas lights was, well, here, probably a little bit more so than England, a lot of people put Christmas lights up. And it does look nice. It looks pretty. It's very, very nice. right? Is it the white lights, or is it that terrible scene from, like, the... um National Lampoon's Christmas, where you have all these little electronic lights, Santa going, oh, ho, 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 and little deers running around. Is it nice? To well, yeah, that, you see, that well, is the what I was exactly... Lights. No, that is exactly what I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Is that nine out of the ten houses, people are pretty, pretty good. They'll have some nice colour-coordinated lights, probably understated, you know, looks very nice. And then that 10th house, you just turn the corner and he's got flashing everything, you know, and there's deers with heads moving up and down and big inflatable Santas with, you know, I went into Home Depot the other day, they had a, a massive inflatable Santa in a helicopter with rotating rotors on the top or whatever, you know, this thing is massive. It's the size of a minibus, right, that you're supposed to plant on your lawn. It's just awful oh and i'm like just why have flashing lights you know what please i pity anyone who lives opposite anyone who has something like that yeah i i I, mate there's actually people go out of their way once they see the house that has the lack of taste like i remember in one of the council houses as you go past it's terribly snobby middle class but there you go and it had an enormous inflatable big santa it had all these reindeer all bright lights flashing it looks like some sort of terrible fucking school disco like DJ's lights, light system going around the house. And I thought, your electricity bill, you're literally your, 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 your little like recorder that records it is just clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking through the thousands and thousands of kilowatts that you're using to pump this. But apparently you don't have any bloody money to eat and all the rest of it. That's why you're in, a, in, in the council house. But they had all this shit going on there. And people were literally stopping to see how tacky it was. And I think with this, you're inflicting your bad taste on everyone else. It's these people that think, oh, ho, 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 we love Christmas. No, it's not. You're just basically putting your bad taste on everybody else and basically becoming a blight on the landscape. You know, you get your nice white lights and you get those around the house, and I think that's, that's kind of nice. But this kind of, I don't know, you know the Rainbow Road on Mario Kart? It's kind of like that sort of terrible <laughs> vision of awfulness isn't it that you're seeing like constant and people well, were slowing down to see the bad tacky house it became a landmark yeah I don't know it's an argument that I sometimes wonder about is you know can councils create a position I would really like you know somehow be able to go through a process where you meet people in the council you sit before a jury you know so you sit before a table of 12 of, of whatever of MPs of council members or whatever they interview you you come back six months later you do written tests or whatever you know work your ass off but you know what the goal is at the end they say you know what Fraser you've passed and here's what you get the ability to go out and find any, anyone anything that you don't like because we trust your judgment so that I have the power to walk up to that guy's door and say you know what your lights are shit here you go here's a $150 fine and you have to pay it what's the basis of that I've got the authority yeah, but mate, the, you know weird, the, weird, the weird bloody irony about this is, is that, and this is no respect this isn't some sort of like oh the poor or, or all the sort of like people that are in council houses. But you're in a council house because you've apparently got no money. You're in a council house because you're on sort of like the bread line. You're in a council house because you can't afford electricity. You're expecting other people to pay for these council houses to build through them sort of like, you know, paying for your house and all the rest of it. But you have got these enormous tacky lights going on 24-7 around your fucking house. All this other shit. And basically what you're saying is we do actually have some money. 
We do have money. We're not going to probably spend it on our kids. We're going to put it on enormous big bloody lighting rigs to put around to just show how tasteless we fucking are. I think you're right, mate. I think there should be taste um, czars. Like you have in little villages that say you can't build a... Uh, uh, a house unless it's in keeping with like the you know the rest and the kind of like the period. Yeah, you have an old house, you can't replace it with plastic double glazing. Yeah. it's going to look terrible. Yes, you can't yeah, go around having enormous big lighting and seventeen Santas and fifteen gnomes and all elves and all the, all the other tat that you've got on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's not even you know where I where I live, and I'm not saying that like I'm in massive houses or anything like that. But round where the corner where some of the houses that I am are pretty nice houses are definitely not like you know lower end housing. Um, they're just as bad. And you know what? People with money, some people with money, they have no idea how to spend it tastefully. The white leather sofa is a prime example of that. How that is a seller, I don't know. Like, I can't even imagine what situation you put a white leather sofa in a house. No. I, there's a famous um, couple, sofa brand. I won't because my, my wife told me off that I'm going to get sued at some point. But there's a famous one that's always yeah, carpet. Isn't it carpet right? No, 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 no. Carpet right wasn't mentioned. <laughs> they're, they're not sofas. They're, they're carpets. They're, apparently, you need a right to reply on these sort of things. And I apologise to carpet right, but you need to make it more obvious on your on your merchandising or your when you're selling me stuff. But anyway, this is another company, and I'm not going to say who it is. And basically, they have sales all the time. And I sit there and I watch, and uh, they're showing on this camera of this, this, you know, they have the, the lovely couple and, 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 the, and the pretty kid and the um, lovely elder couple who are coming in and they're sitting on this sofa and they're so happy to be going and buying a fucking sofa. Whereas if anybody's ever had that experience, it's basically you and your wife, she's got an absolute dead set opinion of what she's going to be buying and you have no decision really in that. You just have to go along and just nod politely. You've got a little bit of an idea what you wanted, but yeah, she's going to basically decide. And they have anyway these couples on there, and I look at it and I think you don't need to keep having sales. You don't need to keep reducing like the amount on on these fucking sofas. You need to get some new designers because every single one of the sofas that they've got on this are horrible. They are white leather. They are aluminous, various different coloured. They do this multicoloured light leather. They have about fourteen million cushions on there that you'll just know that you're going to spend the rest of your life sort of like having to like put out straight because your wife's moaned at you because you haven't put them out straight. I just think, buy some decent designers to design decent-looking sofas, because they're all horrendous. White leather, brown, creasy leather, whatever it is, all of that stuff is just, you know, it's tap. Yeah. And you can see certain companies, you know, during this recession, you can see certain companies that you know are going to go under eventually, because I don't know where they're getting the money from, but you can just say, you just want to say, you know what, I'm the taste police here. And I'm telling you, you ain't going to sell any more of this stuff because it's crap. And you're going to basically <laughs> That's it. As you, li- as you take out your notepad, lick your thumb. Right, excuse me. Hang on a second. Take out your pen. Oh, lick the pencil, right? <laughs> no, sorry. You, this isn't... It's not acceptable enough. Um, <laughs> I've got the authority to tell you to stop selling this stuff. Oh, man, it would be glorious. Yeah. Like, seriously. Getting to pull people over. Kevin, you pull over Kevin, who's put the massive spoiler on the back of his Honda Civic. You're like, oh, mate, no. No, sorry. Hang on a second. Let me just get my pad out. Right. Kevin, Kevin, is it? Okay, Kevin. Uh, this is a £100 fine. Uh, yeah, you uh, have to pay this within 14 days. Otherwise, you're going to prison. It works, mate. It works for me. It would work, wouldn't it? There'll be people so the listeners going, oh, come on. They're just getting into the spirit of things. It's, well... Please, you know, oh no! You know what? No, but if you're opposite one of these houses and you literally have a light show blaring in into your window every single night, I honestly, I'd be taking an axe to it. I'd take an axe to that and to them. You just don't have that insensitivity to other people that are around you. You want to say, "Oh, aren't I getting into the Christmas spirit?" Ho, 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 ho! Don't go and buy some books for your kids so you don't end up in the same situation as you fucking reduce. Yeah, well, and the other thing, okay, so staying on the shopping shopping thing, this is the other thing that annoyed me. So I'm in the supermarket the other day, and I'm sitting at the checkout, and we've covered supermarkets a hundred times, and I'm sure we'll cover them a hundred times more. And I'm sitting there waiting for someone in front of me to pay for their stuff, and, you know, it's all right. It's all in good spirit. They're having a nice chat. The woman who's doing this doing the checkout was very friendly or whatever and I'm looking and there's a security camera there uh, and it says, you know, and it's, and it's pointing down at the checkouts and as you can see the screen for the security camera and underneath is a sign and it says 
we have secure. Okay, I should have written it down. I forget. Almost forgetting now. But it said something like, "We have security cameras for uh, your protection and uh, for your security, and also to make sure that we can offer you low prices." What? I was like, <laughs> I was like looking at it, going, "Wait, what? What?" Okay, so you have a security camera for protect for security. Yeah, right. That's, to, to keep the prices low. You know what? Enough already. Okay? You bombard us all the time with telling us how much you love us and how concerned you are for low, low prices and making sure that we have some more money in our pocket to buy shitty Christmas decorations. That I don't need you to try and justify having a security camera then that it's to keep give me low milk prices. Alright? Enough already. Enough! What? snotty-nosed university graduate was sitting in the meeting and just felt... And you know what? Who... What, you, what graduate... He's fresh out. Two years. She or he is fresh out of university. Walked home on a Friday night. Went to the bar and was just fist-pumping the air. Yeah, you know what I did at work? Yeah, man. I nailed it today with that sign on the video camera. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Low prices. I managed to bring low prices and, and merge it with the security man. The manager was stoked. I know, like oil and water. It's like, a, a, what a ridiculous thing. It's like, obviously, the security cameras are to stop people nicking your stuff. That's the only reason why they're there. They're not for our safety. It's just they're if you clout one of their blimmin' like, attendants because they're there chewing gum and ignoring you for 15 hours while you're waiting. They're carrying various different things. And do you know the other thing about these kind of like these, these places, these um, warehouse places where you buy this stuff, like your trees and your, your spades and your, and your um, wheelbarrows and all that stuff, is that there is no means of placing any of these articles on anything. They literally have these now, these guns. So they go around with the guns and they're zapping the barcodes, they're zapping the barcodes, but you often get people that can't be asked. So they sit in their seat and they're looking at you, and you're looking at them, and they're looking at you, and you're going, well, you're going to get up your fat ass and come around and scan my stuff. You're just going to sit there looking at me. Looking at you. Looking at me. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll hand you each individual item, the 15 flower pots that I've got. And I'll take each one out for you to sit there on your fat ass scanning the stuff. That's it. There's 15 of them. I'll have to do each which one. So. No, but I'm telling you, there's 15. Just do, you know, just scan one and times by 15. You've just got to do each one. Right. Okay. I'm just going to do each one. Right. And as yeah. the queue builds up and builds up behind, and with the up, oh, mate, honestly, those places, I, I don't like all this marketing. I don't like where you've got various different like companies, like say BP, where they've got a flower. They've got a flower. I mean, gosh, you, you've got a flower. How many flowers have you created with your work? How many yeah, flowers? I know. Have you I know. You're, I know. It's a Pandora's box. I just, you know, just going back to what you said earlier. You know what I want to see? I just want some refreshing changes. You know, and I just want to look up and I want to see that security camera and I want to see the sign that was done by the manager when he was really not in a very good mood. He's going through a nasty divorce. He ain't happy. Just a sign underneath the camera that says, this security camera here is to make sure that you don't nick my stuff. All right? I don't care about low prices for you. I don't care about people nicking your... It's not your stuff. It's my stuff. Right? Security camera, stop nicking our shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> security camera, stop nicking our shit. There we go. Yeah. And that would have made me smile. Do you know so. what? That would be the way ahead. It's just that just having... And, and again, you know, you're saying like you have the kind of like taste police. You have, let's get rid of the smile police, okay? You know, you, where you just go around and you check these various different things and where they're basically saying it's for your benefit or it's for such and such, where you blatantly know it's not for your benefit is that they come around and they, 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 there's some fines, you know. It's... Uh, I, I'm just trying to think of various different things when I'm sort of like wandering along where you get this kind of like this dreadful marketing of something and somehow it's going to be for, for your benefit. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, just walk around the supermarket with a notepad. Honestly, they're just, it's insane. The it's prices, insane. the prices that you get at supermarkets where they're basically saying if you buy um, 15 packs of, of, of such and such, it's, be, you know, it, it's, it's making out and it's a deal. And they've done this big thing actually in the UK well, they've gone around to these various different supermarkets and they've said these deals aren't actually for the benefit of the customer. It's actually for the benefit of you. You're making these things sound as though you're getting an enormous discount and they're not. And they're having this whole thing where they're trying to clean this whole thing up of, of, of where you, if you buy in bulk, it's somehow cheaper. And they found that actually the individual items, i.e. if you bought 15 yogurts that weren't all bundled together, 
is actually cheaper than buying 15 yogurts that have all been bundled together under this sort of super price. It's the way that they're manipulating people who are obviously there. They've got the kids screaming. It's a big sort of busy situation. You know what it's like. You're there. You're trying to keep your child entertained. You're trying to get the stuff into the trolley. You're trying to remember what your wife asked of you. And is it like such and such soap powder or is it bloody something else or whatever? And you're there. You know, the, the, and you think, oh gosh, look, 15 packets. If I just buy one of all of that lot, you're getting a dip. And you're not. No, you have to be very careful. And I, when I shop, I spend a massive amount of my time doing calculations in my head. I'm always checking weights, dividing weights by price, comparing what am I, you know, particularly with things like, say, like pancake mix. Like, it's not complicated. I need X amount of pancake mix. Where's the weight divided by the price? Where's the biggest deal? Most of the time it is. Or coffee. You know, oh, that coffee's on sale. Hang on a second. Now I really look at it. You know, it's half the weight of the one that I would normally get. And I'm not paying any more. You know, and not everyone can do that. And that's, you know. Um, yeah, but why can't they say, look, we need to, we, we've overordered or we've got a lot of prawns, for instance. I used to look at the prawns. And they used to, like, fluctuate in price from, like, £5 a bag for about... 15 prawns. I keep saying 15. 15 is going to be a lucky number in the next lottery. It just keeps coming to my head. 15. Anyway, 15 prawns, and then one week it would be £5, and then about a month later, because they had so many of these bloody prawns they couldn't get rid of them, they dropped down to £2.50. As though that was a deal for half price deal. I would prefer if they said, we've got too much of this stock going off and mouldy in the back area. Um, come <laughs> buy it. You know, yeah. and, and then th- there's no shame in that. Just well, that's what you want. You want the manager writing his signs again. Look, I got too much of this crap. Here you go. <laughs> buy it. If you don't buy it, I'm just going to feed it to my dogs at home. Yeah. So it's just going to go know. in the landfill. Yeah. These pork chops, we've had them frozen out there. They're going past their frozen date. We want to sell them to you. Half. Price. You better buy them. And if you don't buy them, you can. I'll tell you what. Go around to the dumpster at the end of the day on Friday because they'll be in there anyway. So don't worry about it. Or, or do you remember when you used to, when you're in London, yeah? They used to have some bloke, and he basically had all this electrical equipment behind him, and he'd, have, he'd be on like a pedestal thing in, in his mic, and he'd go, right, who wants to buy stuff? I've got a Sony Light DVD light player for such and such. And they'd be like flogging this stuff that was probably just uttered, you know, copies, fakes, or whatever, but for some reason they were doing it. They should have that in supermarkets, so the guy's going, got 15 turkeys, can't get rid of these turkeys, how much do you want for these turkeys, blah, 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 and people go, oh, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you 20 quid, and then you could shift stuff. Almost like you have like a, a kind of like Christie's for food that's going off, and I, if I, you know, I didn't really fancy having a big turkey, but I'll buy a turkey because it's going for a fiver. Yeah. Rather than trying to make out that you're somehow doing me the big benefit because you're selling it at half price, you're not. You are a machine. You are there to make money. Stop treating all of your customers like they are complete knuckle dragging simpletons in their dungarees and their straw chewing kind of like hats. Like, oh, they got it? What they got there? They got 14. We're not. We're not imbeciles. Please don't treat us like it. Some people are. There are some. The people that got the Christmas <laughs> decorations out. I'd like to spend Christmas with some of those people, actually. It, it, yeah. It'll probably be a real eye-opener to take some... Yeah, it'll probably some, be fun. Well, middle-class ingrained snobbiness that I do have, I'd like to just go and sort of just spend Christmas there just being really snobby. Handing out fines. Handing out fines, sitting there with a little notepad, licking my finger, pulling off like a thing like they do... Well, they don't do that anymore. When you used to get a ticket for... Tra- traffic sort of violation where we're parking somewhere because you had nowhere to bloody park they always little finger lick yeah, that's it just going to give you one of these sir they peel off out of their thousand wad of like tickets to give the council money give you one of those I just like to sit in there with a big thousand wad of taste yeah, yeah. you bought the cheap crackers ah, little plastic things they're going to be moaning about them yeah you bought those lights they're not working very well and they're going to burn your house down there we go yeah 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 Okay, well we're uh, we're uh, pushing the hour. Cool. Um, so let's just uh, wrap up a couple of things. Just moving on to games quickly. I don't think we'll go into too much detail, but I just wanted to give a shout out to. I think it's. I was playing Resident Evil again, and uh, I just want to give a shout out. I said I'd give a shout out to the guys or girls I was playing with. Uh, Jay McNasty sixty three. I think the name was. I forgot to write it down. Um, I just wanted to say they were really great to play with. I was playing along with them, and I had my headphones on, and they were just chatting away in the background, which was great. And uh, um, 
and I apologize, I couldn't speak. The problem is, up, I have the PlayStation upstairs, and if I'm playing in the evening, it's right next to my kid's bedroom. So I can hear everything people are talking to me about, but I never talk on the microphone, because it would just be too noisy. Um, but thanks, for that. that was a great game. I really enjoyed it. You were making me laugh with all your comments, so I really appreciated that. Uh, did you want to touch on any games quickly? Was there anything you've been playing, Jeremy? I'm still... I'm still Mass Effect three threeing. Um, I'm kind oh, okay. of getting to the the big war scene now, so it's like when it all kind of comes together, and there'll probably be some enormous beast that I have to fight, and I've got the wrong gun, and I'll give up and go and start playing something else. But I'm still playing my way through that. Um, I've kind of got to the stage where I don't want to jump games. You know, you sometimes you go playing something, and then you'll be playing something else and playing something else. I'm kind of like methodically playing my way through it, and when you only have like half an hour every other evening to, to play. You know, you're not playing an awful lot. Oh, well, I respect that. That's pretty good going. Um, I've God. got a ton of... <laughs> That's sad. Well, you know, <laughs> no, I've got a ton of games that I just have not finished. It's just disgraceful. But I have still, just to say, I tell you what, I'm still playing Halo um, online with, with people. It is really good. Oh. The more I play it, the more it's just... Good, good, good game. So, yeah, that's exactly probably what you wanted to hear. Um, it gets better. It just keeps getting better the more I play it. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up then. I think, uh, I think that's it. Cool. Um, I'm going to uh, yeah, wrap up the show slightly different this time. We'll see how that works out. Um, um, anybody has any feedback? I have no Twitters or emails to speak of, really. Uh, and so uh, I didn't do my quiz but that's okay because it was crap. And uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, anything else, Jeremy, to add? No, that's good for me, thanks. Good night. Okay, all right. Well, it was very good to see you. Um, in fact, we might not have a show... Well, we won't have a show next week um, because I'm actually going to be seeing you in the flesh. Oh, that'd be wonderful. So, uh, well, that's the plan anyway. So it'll probably be two weeks. Okay, so um, anyway, thanks very much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TransRants. You can send us email, uh, jeremy at transatlanticrants.com or fraser at transatlanticrants.com. And uh, we'll, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you very much. And uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Cheers. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.